Hello, hello, and welcome to Good Night, My Darlings podcast. I'm your host, Fumi Ogunde. As a mom of two beautiful boys, I tell my children bedtime stories every night, and they keep asking for more. I felt it would be wonderful to share in these stories not only to my kids, but also to every child in the world. These stories are centered around fables, which teaches values around kindness, forgiveness, tenacity, and many more. Join me every week as I take you on a journey to (laughs) beautiful stories. Hello, hello, my darlings. It is so good to be back for the second season of Good Night, My Darlings podcast, all the way from Africa, telling you beautiful African folk tales. Oh, how have I missed you so. You know, sometimes we have to take a little break so we can get recharged and tell you more beautiful stories. And guess what? I have done just that and I am back to share beautiful stories with you, my darlings. How have you been? I trust that you've been well. I trust that you've been staying safe excited to be back with you and I've got loads of stories for you my darlings so before we get to tonight's beautiful story as we normally do let's get tucked in bed really cozy nice I love it when you get so comfortable just like that my darling tonight's beautiful story is titled hard work always pays off long ago in the ancient town of Ogumosho in Oyo State. There was a little girl named Aino. Aino loved to go to the farm with her parents on the weekends. And at the farm, Aino would watch how her parents planted crops like mangoes, plantains, cassava, cocoa yam, etc. She would often carry few of the farm produce back to the town with her parents, for these produce were to be sold at their local market. Whenever they went to the market, Aino's mother, Rolade, would spread out the produce carefully, placing the mangoes in the yellow bowls, the plantains on a makeshift mat, and the cassava and the cocoyam on a plank. That way, customers could see what they wanted to buy at first glance and making it more appealing to them. Aino's father, Murakinyo, would go to the major road leading to their stall to attract customers, informing them of the fresh produce they had brought from the farm and how they had to sell them off daily to avoid them getting rot. Rolade's responsibility was to welcome the customers on their arrival at their store with fresh coconut water and take the customers' orders and also try to add extra items to their packs. And this gesture is what we call jara. 
you know sometimes when mommy or daddy goes in to buy something for you and the person selling the items just really like what mommy and daddy has bought and as a thank you they add probably sweets or um, I don't know toys exactly that kind of gesture is what we call Jara and that is exactly what Rolade's mother sorry what Aina's mother used to do back then so back to the story Whenever the customers got Jara, this made them very happy as it wasn't a common practice in the market. As little as Aina was, Aina's responsibility was to thank the customers for shopping at her parents' shop and to remind them to call again for future purchases. Most customers were usually astonished by the kind of service they received at the store and would normally call again, again again and again and also refer the store to other family members and their friends. I see you're yawning already my darling. Should I continue? Okay. Soon, other market sellers and other farmers became jealous of Aino and her family and so they decided to sabotage this hard-working family. So, one morning, Immediately after the annual yam festival, Aino and her family went to the farm as they would normally do, but they discovered all their produce had been harvested. Eh? They were surprised. Ah, as this had never happened before. They asked around, but the other farmers denied any knowledge. They kept saying, who could have done this? Who could have done this? The funny thing was that the theft only occurred in the farm belonging to Aina's father and mother. In fact, the other farmers were very happy that this misfortune happened. You could hear little whispers in the corner of the farm and how men rolled their eyes and the women kissed their teeth in sheer happiness of the situation at hand. However, Aina and her family were saddened by this occurrence and you know, haven't asked around and didn't get any answers. They dusted off their clothes. After telling the ground and um, decided to go to the market to face their stall, they encouraged themselves that they still had some produce left in the market, that they would try to sell those ones at least. <laughs> but on arriving at the market, they discovered that their stall had been vandalized. Everything in their stall was stolen. At this point, they were left with nothing. They felt sad and downcast. The other traders in the market were also very happy. Some came around to sympathize with them, but they were not sincere in their feelings towards Aino and her family. At noontime, a lot of customers started coming into the market to shop, with most of them heading towards Aino's family store. When they heard about what had happened, they were deeply saddened by the situation and at a point, a woman squeezed the chain she had in her hand from previously shopping in other stalls into the palm of Aina's mother, Roladi, not wanting other spectators to be aware of the amount she gave. The other customers who saw this immediately replicated this gesture handing over monies to Aina's father, Murakio. And some women even gave out part of the items they had previously bought in other shops to Aina's mother, Roladi. 
the frowns on Aino, Rolati, and Murakion's faces soon turned into smiles as they were able to make more than a week's worth of sale just by the support they garnered from the lovely customers that day. And by the end of the month, they had gotten enough money to rebuild their stall and buy some more items into their newly built stall. And they had also gone ahead to replant other food produce which they reaped bountifully within the same year. Soon, Rolade, Murakinyo and Aino, having worked so hard, were able to afford to set up other stalls in the same market and selling different items from palm kernel, vegetable oil to coconut flakes and eventually setting up an enterprise. They became one of the most successful business people in the town of Ugomosho and their legacy in Ugomosho lives till this day. And that is the end of tonight's beautiful story, my darlings. Now, can you tell me what lessons you learned from tonight's story? Because I am eager to hear. Yes. Oh, I like that. Wonderful! I love the answers you've given to me, my darlings. In addition to those lessons, I'd love to add that it is always good to be nice to everyone around you, whether they are big, whether they are small, whether they are rich, whether they are poor. Because one good turn always deserves another. Imagine if Aino's mother and father did not go the extra mile of taking care of customers when they came to their stall or going the extra mile for them. They probably wouldn't have been able to get the support they got from the customers when they were in need. So do you think this story is true my darlings? Or do you think this story is false? If this story is true, my mouth would make three bloppy sounds yes but if this story is false my mouth wouldn't make any bloppy sound should we try it okay it means this story is true now i want you to relax close your eyes and go to sleep my darlings good night hello my darlings did you enjoy tonight's episode you did thank you so much if you would love to support the podcast, please subscribe, rate the podcast and leave me a review. I would love to get your feedback. You can also share with your friends and also your families. If you would love to leave me a voice message, please click on the voice message icon which I would be including in the show notes. I really can't wait to hear from you. Until then, please continue to stay safe. Good night my darlings.